Good morning and happy Sabbath to all our family members of SDEC Church. And of course, there are many watching online right now. May the blessings of the Lord God be upon every one of us as we worship together. Before we start the Word of God, sharing the Word of God, let me offer a prayer first. Our most gracious Heavenly Father, we invite your presence to be with us this morning as we come together to listen to your words. May that you will anoint our lips, Lord, and our minds and our hearts to be receptive to the words that we are about to hear, Lord. May that you will grant us the spirit of willingness to learn. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that we can worship together this morning. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, brothers and sisters in Christ, during this unprecedented time of our life here, we seem to be confused over many things. The old normals of what we used to do before doesn't apply to us now. And we need to step higher into the new normal of doing things. Even in our spiritual journey, our, ex our spiritual experience has to be changed step higher to do something for the Lord God, even in our own spiritual experience. Now, stagnation or complacency should not be part of us because in this new normal, we have to step higher, step higher into our life so that we, our spiritual experience will be enriched. Our life will be much better. Our life in our experience, our journey towards heaven we, will be enriched and uplifting. This is what we are about to learn together this morning. Now, in stepping higher, according to what the Lord has mentioned to each one of us, it is found in the book of Matthew that tells us, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will have, have it. Whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Now, in this text, it tells us about the importance of how we need to choose the Lord our God. To deny ourselves is to take up the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. The, there is a, a sacrifice in our part 
the sacrifice of self coming to know the Lord Jesus Christ and willingly doing what He wants us to do. Because by gaining of what we need to gain in this life through our effort, we will lose it. But by sacrificing what the Lord has planned for us, we will gain. And this is what we are about to learn together this morning. Now, here, life isn't about finding ourselves. It's all about discovering who God created each one of us to be. And this is how we should discover who we really are. Discover our purpose. Discover our objective of being here, of God created who we are. Rather than trying to find who I am, is looking inward of who I am. Rather than we focus on the Lord God, where we miss God's very best of our life. We have a purpose right here on earth. We have the objective, what we need to do in this world. So when we focus so much inward of ourselves, we miss God's very best of us. Very best of us. Now, the Bible tells us also in the book of Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. It tells us that uh, when we seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Now, brothers and sisters in Christ, for all of us, we need to recognize this, to recognize that the Lord is the supplier of all things, and all our needs shall be met. Now, it is all according to the will of God within His will, when we prioritize things which are important. First things first is to trust in the Lord God, our Savior. And all these things shall be added unto us. Now, our lives are not all about ourselves. Our lives are not all about ourselves. Our life focus on the Lord, our God. That is to fulfill the purpose of God in our life. That is to fulfill the purpose of God in our life. As Christians, we live a life of a witnessing. We live a life of uh, uh, touching or impacting the life of others. Because we should want to be like Jesus. And this is our purpose. We should want to be like Jesus. Our desire is wanting to reflect the, nat the nature of Jesus Christ and to draw people to us. That would be our desire. Wanting to have the nature 
of the Lord Jesus Christ in us, and from there or reflecting it to others so that we can draw people to the Lord our God. That would be the purpose, the objective of us living in this world. Now, if God is with us, we might ask ourselves, I'm I will not be able to accomplish much in this world. I will not be able to gain success if I were to go ahead and do what God wants me to do. But the Lord God has promised each and every one of us. It is found in the book of Romans chapter 8 verse 31 that says, If God is for you, who can be against you? Meaning that the Lord God is always with us. And who is against us when God is close to us? Success and a better level of our spiritual journey, stepping higher, would be ours when the Lord God is there, helping us, carrying us, holding us. Then the better version of who am I will be in the hands of God. Then we can achieve it. If God is with us, nothing can go against us. Now, brothers and sisters in the Lord God, how much is enough? We are busy every day and we think that we should run even faster than the normal pace that we have right now so that we can, so that we can gain many things. We gain our riches, we want to gain our own satisfaction of life. But this question is so important for us to ponder upon. How much is enough? There was a story told by a Russian uh, writer about a man by the name Pahom. This Pahom was a farmer. A piece of land, he, he uh, used it uh, accordingly. He planted all the things that he needs, vegetables, rice, and everything. And he was so happy when he sees his you know, plants growing. He harvested it and he enjoyed it so much. But one day, Pahom was wondering, how much should a man has in his life? And that kept him thinking about how big my land should be so that I can plant more things and I have a lot of yield. And then I can make, I can sell it, I can make money out of it. So true enough, he said, I want to do this. I want to have a bigger land, and then I can be rich, I can be a better person right now. So he started, started his journey to find a better bigger land 
And there was a trader that passed during his place during that time. And he asked this trader, Man, do you know any way people selling land that is big where I can buy it for myself? And this trader said to him, Oh yes, Pahom, there was a land far away from here in the mountain. The people living there are called Bashir. These Bashir people live in the mountain. They plant rice and vegetables. They are happy people. And the land, the soil is fertile. And it's cheap, some of And then Pahom said, yes, maybe I should go there. True enough, the next day he decided to sell his small little land and he set his journey to the Bashir mountain area. So he went there and he met the chief of that Bashir people and he said, how much land do you want to sell to me? And the chief said, oh, it all depends on you. I said, what do you mean by it all depends on, on me? And the Bashir's um, sh uh, chief said, well, tomorrow morning you can wake up. I give you this shovel. You run every 10 steps, oh, oh, 100 steps, sorry, 100 steps, and you dig a hole and mark it. And you run again, continue running, but make sure in the evening you return back to me. And whatever land that you have marked off, all will belong to you. Uh, true enough. True enough, this Pahom set his journey early in the morning with a shovel, and he ran 100 steps and dig and put a mark over there and continue running, running until noontime, 2 o'clock. He was very tired. And he said, well, another half a day more to go. I better run even faster so that I can mark as big, uh, as, big as possible so that all this land will belong to me. So he ran about two, in the afternoon about 2 o'clock and he said, wow, that place is beautiful with rivers, your river flowing over there. I must have that land. So he went and ran and marked that place. The time was almost four o'clock in the afternoon, in the evening. So he ran again and he saw there was these beautiful trees over there. And he said, I must have this place. I must mark it so that next time I can cut the trees, that trees would be used for, my, uh, for fire at home. And he said, yes. And as he went and ran and marked off that place, marked off that place, he was almost five o'clock right now. So sunset was it's supposed to be at 6 o'clock. So after he marked the place, he ran as fast as he could. And right there, very far, he stand a man, the chief of the Bashir people. And he ran there and he said, I am here. I have marked all my land already today. And everyone was clapping their hands. Very good, Pahoma. You work so hard throughout the day and you mark uh, the land of this Bashir mountain. And as he spoke like that, he fell down to the ground, to the ground. And then the Bashir chief, a chief, 
was saying, okay, uh, uh, Pahom, stand up. And he, no, there was no response from Pahom. And uh, he, he woke him up again, but there was no response. And the people checked him and Pahom was dead. And the chief said to the people over there, how big the land should we give to this man? And they all shouted, give him six feet land. That would be enough. True enough, the people took the shovel and they dig six feet under the ground and six feet wide, six feet deep. And that's how our life is. In the application of our spiritual life, you know, sometimes we are so complacent. And sometimes we want even more things for ourselves. We want even more things for ourselves. And we want to go further. We want to gain more. But in fact, how much is enough? Nothing really is enough. Our human condition right now, brothers and sisters, is that we keep on looking. We keep on wanting more things. We are in the situation of stress and the situation of distress and many problems that we do face in life. And we want to run even faster and faster. You know, there's, uh, in the book of Ecclesiastes that tells us that run a little faster so that I can have it all. This is the wish of many humankind. And with that, you know, we want to have more things in our life and we have forgotten our task, our responsibility to improve ourselves, our relationship with the Lord our God, to step even higher to the spiritual realm that the Lord wants us to be. We, the Lord wants us to recharge ourselves to be the best of who I am for the Lord Jesus Christ. But because of the temptations that we face in life here, we want more and we have forgotten. We have forgotten to do the task that the Lord has given to each one of us. At the same time also, we human beings thought that life is everything to us. There is this um, word, we call this nihilism. Nihilism is a kind of a rejection of any of religious or moral principles of life. They believe that life is meaningless. No meaning of this life. It is a life in vain, completely meaningless to all of us. So, because of that, you know, people take it for granted. Saying that life is meaningless, so why should we go forward? Why should I have a religion? Why should I have the Lord Jesus Christ as my personal Savior? There's no meaning in this life, no religion. You know, so because of life is meaningless, the result of that is this. These are the results of life that has no meaning. 
The result of this, nothing to believe in. Somebody, oh, I don't care about God. I have nothing to believe in. I have nothing to hope for. What for? There's nothing to hope for. Just work, you know. Today you earn the money and then you die tomorrow. It's okay. Nothing to hope for. There's no such thing as Jesus Christ who is coming the second time. There's no sense, you know, there's no sense of life over here. It's okay, you know, I can um, go and steal if I want to. I can uh, have more money if I want to, you know, all this life has no meaning, you know, no sense at all. No logical conclusion also, no purpose of life and no objective of life. You imagine this, if this thing were to really happen to us, then our final conclusion is this. There's no God at all. And there is no religion for me because everything has no meaning. But let me tell you, brothers and sisters in Christ, we do have the sense of life. We do have the objective of life. We do have the hope of life because the Lord make it clear for all of us that He will grant us the best that He will grant us the hope when He comes the second time. Life is better than this life. That life has meaning. That life has hope. That life gives sense. And that life has logical conclusion. That life has objective. And that life has purpose in our life here. Now, in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse 13, that tells us in rapping about the situation where we are right now, the situation where we are heading to. Here, the Ecclesiastes tells us, the end of the matter, all has been heard. Fear God and keep His commandments. For this is the whole duty of man, brothers and sisters in the Lord Jesus Christ. In all the dealings that we are focusing on ourselves. But let us today, let us today, the main important decision that we must make is to fear God and keep His commandments. For this is the duty of mankind. How about you, brothers and sisters? How about every one of us, including me? What would be your decision? The end of this matter is to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, to make ourselves a better version of who we really are, that, you know, as I mentioned earlier, you are either growing or dying. Stagnation does not exist in this universe. Now, this phrase is so important for us to ponder upon that we should not stay where we are complacently or being stagnant in one place. Our spiritual journey must be stepped even higher than where we are right now. We should make it even better so, so that our challenges, our obstacles, our difficulties 
will be surrendered into the hands of the Lord Jesus Christ. And surely, surely the Lord God will bless us all. Will bless us all. But let us step higher. Never to stay where we are and we feel comfortable in our comfort zone. Complacency or stagnation has no place for us in this universe. In this universe. Now, brothers and sisters, as we step higher in our spiritual journey of our life, we should be able to adjust, to adjust ourselves to be God-glorifying and eternal significant. Here, it is so important for us. Anything that we need to do, we need to readjust ourselves so that we can glorify the Lord God. That we, the name of the Lord God be glorified again and again. That there is this eternal significance that will happen to us, not just now, but in the future. And this is the assurance from the Lord God to all of us to readjust ourselves again into that higher spiritual journey that we have to be a better Christian, to glorify God and to have this eternal significance in our life, in our life. Now, let us all go together. This is the theme of our church. I will go. What do we need to do? I will go so many things. As we step forward into the higher platform of our spiritual journey, this is a proactive command for all of us that I must go must go in our spiritual, uh, spiritual life. We must go in our leadership on how we can do things in our church to bring influence to others so that they will be a witness for the Lord Jesus Christ. And also in our mission, the mission that we need to do to spread the good news of hope to people around us. Now, brothers and sisters, let us make a difference. We can make a difference in our spiritual journey so that we can impact other people's lives so that we are able to draw people to the Lord Jesus Christ. As I conclude, our, let us make our better version of who we are by moving ever closer to the statement of uh, to the standard of Jesus Christ. This is what God wants us to be by coming closer to the standard of Jesus Christ. And let us step higher, be the best version of ourselves, and the Lord will use us to bring others to Him. May the Lord bless every one of us. We surrender everything in His hand. God is good all the time. Step higher in our spiritual journey to heaven.